Hey everyone, Jim Phoenix here, and by golly boy, oh boy, do we have a streaming demons for you. We have the old Carnival of Souls, which is probably the first old I actually agreed with the entire time. And we've got the brand newsies with Jacob's wife. And, and all the way from a very special guest, William Shumpert. Is picked the borrowed with Quiet Place 2. All this and more on the next stream of demons. Hey everyone, Jim Phoenix here. Boy, do we have another exciting adventure for Streaming Demons. Whew, we have none other than a special, special guest, Jeff. No, not Jeff, that's Voodoo Priestess. We've got William Shumpert, who is a awesome horror, scary, spooky, spooky entity. And we are going to learn more about William a bit later for maybe a What's Cracking. But for right now, let's dive into the show. For the people who are brand new, the premise is simple. We take one borrowed, one new, and one old. And we kind of give our honest opinions. Sometimes those opinions are a little bit long and negative. Sometimes they're positive and fun. But we give the best plugs in the world, as told for me by our fans in the Czech Republic. True. We have fans in the Czech Republic that listen to our show religiously. Hello to them that will not see a horror movie without listening to our podcast first. How weird is that? That's the, that's the internet at work. Yeah. So with my forever co-host, Buddha Priestess, say hello. Hello. And our very special guest, William Shumpert, say hi. Hello. We are, I'm Jim Phoenix, and we are ready to go. And because I am very lazy, I don't want to go first. I don't know what movie I'm doing anyways. So, William, take it away. What movie did you do? Well, the other day I was able to watch A Quiet Place Part 2. Ooh. But yeah, this is... Ooh. The first one was brilliant in how it had little to no dialogue. It just jump scares you and you're not going to see it. Yeah. And then with Part 2, it's that rare sequel that does just as good or better than the first. Really? Oh, Yes. Oh, wow. Because I was worried. I was worried how quickly they greenlit it. It's like part one is doing great. Give another movie. I'm like, oh, no, not that's too soon. So it, it's, yeah. it holds up. Wow. Well, it's a sequel that follows up to it. Whereas a lot of sequels, they want to make up new premises with it. Right. This one, you have that follow up with it. It's a continuous story. So even oh. with the recap and even if you haven't seen the previous one, you can still enjoy this one. I was going to ask that if the first one, because I, I saw the first one and Voodoo Priestess and I were talking about this and we kept describing different movies. I couldn't remember which, <laughs> which one it was. I guess the one with this one. It's like, no, it's not. It's this one. I'm like, no, it's not. So you don't even need the first one. You can enjoy the movie as is. Well, particularly, yes. You just need to get more pleasure if you were to watch the first one. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's that kind of sequel. That is cool. Very, very cool. So walk us through it. What pops out for you? What was like the, the biggest strength? 
For me, it's a use of minimal dialogue. You barely hear hmm. anything through it because, you know, what well, it is, they can't make any any sound or else right. they'll be found. So it's just creating that suspense without having to say anything without, you know, just showing it to you frame by frame, picture by picture while they're moving. You're just high on intense because you don't know what's going to happen. Oh, just wow. gets that adrenaline going. Oh, wow. that, that's, that's awesome. It, it, it's kind of like a live action dead by daylight. There you go. Where you can't make a sound before bad things happen and get you. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that's very cool, man. All right. So the first one wasn't high on special effects, really. It was more of the psychological, like you said, like it builds up with the audio yeah. and the, the, the character study of the psychology. Is this the second one kind of the same vein? Yeah, pretty much. They both um, had credits with, um, what is it, LucasArts. Right. Where it came to CGI, but it's mainly the focus that they're moving and there isn't much sound going on. You have it's teasing you what's going what's going to happen. It's that did, perfect kind of thriller suspense. Did any jump you on the edge of your seat because you don't know what's gonna happen? Yeah, exactly. Did any scare get you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there were jump scares every now and then because you weren't expecting it to happen. Whereas other ones, they'll make jump scares just suddenly happen. You can predict it. This one, you're not really sure where it's going to be coming from. Cool. Now, I, I love that misdirection. I think it works really well. One of the things when growing up watching horror films, you get used to the jump scare. So you get used to it as a plot device. So you kind of know where it's going to be, you know. So when anyone can do misdirection and make you kind of lull and then go for it, that, that's, that's always brilliant. Now the acting part of the strength is it still, now I don't want to spoil the, the, the first one. If you haven't seen it, you guys should see it. it is, it's a fantastic movie as well, but is the acting on is it the same character group? Cause you said the story kind of travels. So is it, is it basically the same characters from the last movie? Or is it some yeah, it's the same characters. Wow. Well, I won't spoil anything about the first one, but it, yes, it does involve one of the remaining characters. Nice. Oh, that, that's, that's really tough to do because a lot of them would do like the Cloverfield where it's like, here's Cloverfield one, and then the rest of them are just like different stories. Yeah. You know, we've got the universe of. So that's, that's pretty cool. Now, are there any, were there any issues or weak spots in this movie? Uh, mainly would be the issue. If you're not used to that kind of narrative, you may find it a little boring. If you're not fully paying attention, you know, since it doesn't have dialogue to tell you what's going on, oh. just something you have to focus on. Yeah, no, I, I, I can get that. It's kind of like when you're watching something that has subtitles, it makes you really focus on what's on the screen. You can't just be watch, you know, cooking at the same time. Oh yeah. You have to be actually engrossed in it. Because the scenery may be intense, but you may not know what's really going on. Right. And you may lose your attention with it. I've been like cooking and watching subtitled movies before. It's it's easy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, Voodoo's also been cooking and playing an escape game that was timed before. Oh. Yeah, we. You're gonna hold those pierogies against you forever, and it's not. Fair. We didn't release this 
the video yet, but I really like to edit down to 12 hours because, you know, it, it wasn't was 12 hours. It was like, <laughs> it seems like it's 12 hours for those that don't know, because we didn't release the video. Sometimes we, we talk about it. Voodoo Priestess, Jay and Brannick and I played an escape game, uh, a, a home version of the escape, uh, escape room and sent to us from the lovely people at the TNE channel. Thank you very much, Melissa, for that. And it's timed. So you're supposed to play and be a team and get out within like 30 minutes. Voodoo stops in the middle of the game to cook pierogies, make them, make the dough and everything. Like we're like, what are you doing? So for Voodoo can like watch TV and pay attention to it and cook at the same time. I'm taking that to grain of salt that they probably use in the program making grain of salt. I don't know. Maybe I'm a, I'm, I'm a simpleton. I can only do one thing at once. That's it. I'm just one at once. So it, so William, your movie is very engrossing, but it takes, yeah. So it takes your attention as well. Okay. Oh yeah. So with all that being said and without spoiling anything, do you think there could be a third movie? Is this like an extended universe that's going to keep happening because they're making a ton of money or? Uh, I wouldn't think so. Not an extended universe, but rather a continuous story. Okay. So it's not quite going to be purge land where purge just spawned like no. TV shows and comic books and 12. They have a kitty show for it. Purge has a, where's the show on Amazon prime. Amazon oh. studios bought the rights for the TV show. Yeah. They have like two two seasons, two mm. seasons. My uh, one of my former students is in it, like for a brief second. But <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, it's Sean!" Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it could go on, but it's not going to be expansive like that. Great. Now, yeah. The biggest question out of five Cthulhu's, just like stars, we use Cthulhu's. What do you rate it? Five being the best, one being like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm, give it four Cthulhu's. Wow. So the stars are nearly in alignment. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Why not a five? The same four. But why I not? I just thought we were branding this by Cthulhu. No, no, no. But why not? Why not five Cthulhu's? Okay. So why not all? What, what would make it perfect? What would make it perfect? What's, what's that? Um, it's just uh, some of the pacing is a bit slower than the first one. Oh, okay. And well, that's yeah, even as it can be suspenseful, if you've seen the first one, there's some elements you can still know about. That, that is very cool. Okay. Yeah, you watch the first one, basically seen all of them. <laughs> you know, that kind of mentality when it comes yeah. to horror. So the first one is always crafted in, then the others, they follow it up. Some not as good as the first, some not as good as the others, you know? Yeah. No, we did the, the Conjuring universe, and I think it was Conjuring th- 3 that I reviewed. I loved the first Conjuring. Second Conjuring was cool. And Conjuring 3 was like 15 movies into one. Yeah, yeah I like <laughs> the first three paranormal activity. The first three of those, and then after that, just went off i think they did another one by the way uh, they're releasing no a new 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 paranormal reboot <laughs> already it's a prequel but it's a rebooted prequel because they already did a prequel to it so i'm like guys if you sense. reboot a prequel, so 
soon after the series is still going on. Y'all are so tapped out on anything original. It is sad. Yeah, that's what I like about this Quiet Place series. It's something original. Yeah. It's not a reboot. That's what everybody's doing over and over again. Absolutely. And as much as I like Stephen King and I love his books, I love his work. The original Pet Cemetery stays in my mind for a couple of scenes. The remake's okay, but they already rebooted the remake before it kind of didn't have his DVD life. I'm like, wow, that, that's that, like, how did you like sign on for a reboot for a, a remake you just did? You already rebooted it. It's like, yeah, it everybody comes, was it excited a- for it. And then they started putting in the reviews for it along with it. And oh, okay, this isn't what we grew up with. Yeah. Well, why did you want in the first place? Yeah. The, the 12 hour dark power. Absolutely. Okay. So oh, yeah. again, uh, as a four, I'm not following that. So Voodoo Priestess, what's your movie? I you remember you have the old. Yes, I have the old and I chose Carnival of Souls. Oh. It- Can't very much. <laughs> It's on Shutter right now, so I was like, yeah, it is. So I was super happy when I saw that it was there because, again, it's like one of my favorite, favorite movies ever. And as an old movie, everyone should watch it. This is going to be like a two star, by the way. No, nope, Voodoo says this is my favorite movie ever. I give it 2.5. <laughs> Why? That's so Why? mean. I, I, not. You've done that to uh, Bad Biology, which used to be your favorite movie ever. No, it's like. You gave it like a three. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. But still, it's the best movie ever. <laughs> uh, anyway, so basically what happens is it starts with uh, some girls are in a car and then some guys in a car drive by and are like, let's drag race. And they're like, yeah. And this is the premise of the entire movie. It's like some random people come up to some random chicks that are like, let's race. And they're yeah. And so the girls drive off a bridge and they all die. What year is this movie, by the way? Do you know offhand? Do you have a year on you? No, you do not. How dare you? Um guesstimate. Guesstimate. Uh I don't know, fifties probably. I think it was sixty-four. Oh. Because I think yeah, drag racing was kind of in its coming up in the 60s and then it still happens to the, I mean there's still drag races that go on now it, I, uh know, yeah Carnival of Souls is 1962 62 right? yeah so yeah pretty so it's Grease Lightning it, it's basically Grease the Musical and <laughs> they are drag racing got it yes sort of uh then the ladies cars just <laughs> So it's Garfield the musical. Got it. And uh, the survivor who crawls out of the bank goes to a new town to start her job as an organist at a church. Wait, that's that's the leap of the plot? And is haunted by the pavilion carnival that's off to the side of the new town. Are you reading IMDb now? No, that's <laughs> that's the plot, pretty much. Because I have a, I have an issue with the plot. I have I have an issue with the plot. So 
they start drag racing. Does she already have this job? And she's like, oh, time to go. Or she's like, oh no, everyone's dead. I have to, is she fleeing the scene? No, what happens is she was in the car with her friend who started drag racing. Okay, a friend is drag racing. Speed yeah. racer. Got it. Go speed racer. Go speed racer. Um, I can't remember exactly if she already had this job or if she got it like after her recuperation okay. period of, you know, sadness and everyone is dead. Okay. That makes more sense now. Thank you. Uh, just, the way you said it the first time, I'm like, okay, so she crawled out of the ditch and directly into like a new town. Like, oh my gosh, that's a long time. Oh no. <laughs> No, no, she moved into a go to hospital. Like, no, no, go to a small town somewhere in America. Be fine. It's cheaper. It's true. It's true. That is true. Yeah. Uh, one thing that you're gonna really like is like the soundtrack is really awesome and ooh, ooh. and carnivaly. Awesome and carnivaly. Oh, I do like that. Do, 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 do. Oh, that's the ballet. Hold on. What's <laughs> carnival music? I, 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 I love carnivals. I really do. Carnival of... Free, yeah, no. It's, William, have you ever been to a carnival? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Like the parking lot carnivals, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they were big in small towns. You like, know. like it, it, I, I grew up in a, in a small town. And... Absolutely. You have like the fairgrounds or like that parking lot where one day nothing's there. The next day, like five drunk people put together a ride. It's like, oh, this is safe. It's like teetering. I'm like, oh, no. But this, it's always the best traveling carnivals. I always wanted to go to one. I mean, run away with one. Yeah. Okay. One day I will. Now, Just or- don't go like carnival souls. Right. Yeah. I'll try to avoid the carnival souls. So okay. how, does she, how does she know it's a carnival of souls yet? She's just playing. Well, what happens is while she's going into her new town and she's driving by it, she sees it and it like is just freaking her the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Oh, we swear on the show, by the way. Oh, sorry. It's like, okay. No, no. She's just I, I, I should have prepped it. Okay. Yeah, my bad. Uh, she's just kind of freaking out about it. And when she gets into town, she asks the preacher, so what's with that, like, pavilion out there on the edge of town? And he's like, it's a defunct derelict carnival. We can take you out to see it. And so, you know. Why would you do that? Why would you go out to see it? Yeah, why would the preacher offer? Well, she, she went to a... They didn't go inside, even though she was trying to convince him to let her inside with her. But okay. they were just like on the outskirts. Okay. Because it was a marvelous place to kind of look. So when is the mayhem insure? When does it all get funky? Um, well, actually when she's on her way into town is when the very first inkling starts where you will see the man. Who follows her she doesn't know why he follows her but everywhere she goes and turns he follows her is it a tall man because i see i've seen this does she sell ice cream you're, you're describing phantasms now you know that right small town car crash ice cream tall man follows her around 
Something to do with souls and phantasm as well, by the way. <laughs> That's funny. So, well, he's kind of tall, I guess. But uh, one thing I kind of like in here is yeah. because she's being haunted and, you know, a lot of people don't actually see the hauntings and stuff and they think that someone's getting crazy. Uh, at one point, she runs into, like, a doctor person and they're like, it's okay, sweetie. Let's let's come to my office. It's fine. <laughs> so yeah. absolutely, yeah. It's hysteria. Uh, yeah. So it's just a really good all-around movie. I don't want to spoil it. I'm trying okay. to. Spoil no spoilers. I know I'm not spoiling yeah, it. Like you talking. Yeah. No spoilers either. So out of five Cthulhu's, what would you give it? Five, you jerk. Five. Five Cthulhu's. <laughs> Is that the first five you've ever given? No. We had this discussion before, I think. No, Where you said it? you were going to give a five to something else. Well, I have a couple of different fives yeah. uh, well, movies, but. Oh, boy. Shoot, I should have gone. Okay, well, four to five. Okay. Man. Man. Yeah, follow that up. <laughs> Yeah, I, I have to. I have to. Is it too late for me to do waiting as my movie? <laughs> okay, so my movie is Jacob's Wife. It's also on Shutter, brand new to Shutter right now. And I'll read it. Anne, married to a small town minister, feels her life has been shrinking over the past 30 years. Encountering the master brings her a new sense of power and appetite to live bolder. However, the change comes with a heavy body count. Uh, I won't say who writes it, but this is starring Barbara Crampton. If you are on Twitter at all, you have absolutely seen this movie on her feed. She pushes it, and rightfully so. You know, you should be proud of what you do. I had someone who really wanted to see this, and I saw it with them. And boy... Am I glad I did? Because I have a movie to talk about now. Without spoiling it, I'm going to say a couple key scenes. Do you like people brushing your teeth? Do you know how to brush your teeth? If the answer is maybe, do I have the movie for you? Because there's not one. There's not two. There's like three at the very least. Teeth brushing. Zoom in. Full camera. Only zooming in. Scenes. Why? Don't know. Other than just you know, kind of nails and chalkboard for me. And uh, yeah, they zoom it in as it just comes in. And by the way, I'm not sure if it's a writer, not sure if it's a director or the actor. Don't know. Don't brush your teeth that way. This is like a film of how not to brush your teeth. Your your gums will bleed. Your mouth will be sad. They're not. It's not wood to be sanded down on. Three scenes like that. Three. Not even shots. Scenes. Again, I can't put this enough. Emphasis. Scenes. Entire scenes. There's no emotional takeaway. So it really shouldn't be called a scene. You can just tell how much Cthulhu is going to give this movie sin, right? That was for me. But Barbara Crampton does act well. The acting is pretty spot on through most of the movie. There's things that don't make sense story-wise for me, like most of it, but 
the acting is okay. The, the acting is okay. There's some scenes that you know they just wrote in some, you, you're going to see it. It's probably in the trailer. There's one scene where she goes to the dentist. You know, they did it just for that effect. Like that's the entire reason that entire set of scenes exists just for that one effect. That's it. I, I think the eating scenes where they also zoom in on a person's mouth eating again, that's the entire scene. That's the entire scene. It, it's not, it's not eating like a vampire eating. It's not eating like a werewolf eating. It's just someone eating zoomed in. So I, I think what they were trying to do was get a list of the things that Jim just hates and go, let's put them all in a movie. Let, let's see if we can push a bunch of buttons and, and make it a horror movie for him. In that aspect, it is a horror movie. It's a hundred percent a horror movie for me. There are things that do work. There are things that work besides the acting. Nope. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, sorry. Like the plot structure doesn't hold up. It, it's very formulaic. This is the movie where you're like, oh, if you can kind of semi-sketch a, a movie plot, you already know the act three. What you about the, the Masters Nosferatu? Mm. Oh, Sounds like Lord. inspired by David Lynch. <laughs> I wish. They <laughs> got all weird psychological films and whatnot. Yeah, the master is inspired by Jeffrey Combs. They make the guy I know. Voodoo Priestess says Nosferatu, but they and it, it is look like like a Nosferatu type vampire. However, and there's no spoilers. It's it's, it's it's title scenes. It's got the cross in it. I didn't know it's a vampire movie. I should have. But the first scene of the title kind of is like, oh, right, vampires. Got it. But it looks like you're trying to make Nosferatu look like Jeffrey Combs. And I looked for his name in the credits. It's not there. So I don't know if they, he's got a twin somewhere. Like Jeffrey hairbrush. I don't know what it is. But yeah. But the master isn't thought of. It's a nonsense. For the, for the amount of effort they put on the master in the log line and the summary, Miles will not be existent. Not really. And I know they're trying to make this uh, a feminist statement of like, well, you know, you should take your own power. It's not that either, unfortunately. Maybe editing went wonky. I don't know. I, I do wonder how many people just can't open a curtain. They have like five lamps on in one scene and you can see the sun coming through. And, like, and this isn't just, at a vampire house. Yeah, no, no. It's like open the curtains, guys. Save your electrical bill. The sun's right here, guys. You don't have to have five lamps. Some of the scenery is nice. I like the chairs. There you go. I like the chair. The acting, uh, I like the set of chairs. The gore is clunky. It, it looked gory, but it also looked 1970 fake. But not like, okay. Not 1970s where they were like had the, the masterpiece, the masterful FX people making things up. More of the, you did it in high school. So you had, you held the, the blood bags here and you can bury in body blocks. So you just like, you just knew the guy had a blood bag. Uh, it didn't line up, but, what, but it did use real gore for, you know, that. And the, the makeup on the master was good, you know. Like I said, it made him look like Jeffrey Combs looking like Nosferatu, so that, that's decent. Everything is kind of there. I'm going to 
give this one and voodoo didn't believe me when i said it before a two two out of five kaflulus it's on shutter it's new check it out that's so weird it's not worth the price of shutter now if you have shutter it might show up on joe bob's last drive-in yeah that's that's a thing like if you already have Shutter for a Joe Bob, which I always recommend, or oh, yeah. if you're watching Slasher, uh, bl- uh, Blood is Thicker Than Water, which is the first episode of, of the uh, Flesh and Blood series, that's worth the, the Shutter monthly subscription. This movie's not. And sometimes I'll do like a if you have this or you don't have Shutter, it's worth you know X Y Z months. Nah, nah. I'll say wait until it comes to Tubi. Like, and then even then it's like, oh, I don't know, five commercials. Who knows? Sorry. I'm a, I'm a hater. I'm Just a firm. little bit. I'm but firm like, on this one. I don't really see this as being a really trying to be a feminist film so much as trying to be about relationships as they grow stale. Like It's a bit about that, but okay, they're, they're using the moniker of like the master and the power of your own destiny and she's a housewife that doesn't have any agency and it's up to her you know it's always about her decision her decision to do this her decision to do that her decision her decision why are you taking my decision from me that that's why i see it's a feminist film they, they have that like the dialogue has that list everything barbara crampton says is basically why are you taking my decision from me you know i want to be you know and then, then everything she does on camera is the opposite of what she says, which is kind of <laughs> like, yeah. So I'm sticking with that one. So with that being said, time for plugs. And William, since you're our special guest, what do you want to plug? You go first. Well, I want to plug. You can plug anything you want. You can plug your books. You can you can talk about anything. Really. Plug, yes. Well, since we are on the subject of Carnival of Souls, my one of my books, The Lakefront, is actually based from it. Cool. So it has that kind of eerie suspense towards the storyline. Plus, I've also got lots of other books. I've got four no, four novellas going on. You got the Lakeside. You got Grandma's Town, Sweet Daisy, and now oh, what's the other one? Well, I cannot remember. Once distant. Mm-hmm. I believe. You have Rhymes of Madness? Yes, that is a free poetry collection. Oh, there you go. And you also have a, the anthology series Fright Bolt. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah, right now with the Lakefront, have that on audiobook. Nice. And then the other ones are going to be in audiobook as well. And you have so a it's manga. just going to be out there. Yeah. You have a manga, right? Also? Yeah. Yeah. See, and I know Buddha's like manga. Well, I say manga, so whatever. I know. Uh, got a second one I'm working on. Wow. So you, did I'll you be illustrate that? that pretty soon? William, did you illustrate that book, the manga? Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I can write, but I can't draw for it. I mean, that's supposed to be Homer Simpson. That, is that looks Morrison. like Homer You didn't do Jim Morrison. <laughs> that takes a lot of work. Yeah. Like, that didn't fail. But yeah, no, that's uh, that's that is amazing. I'll, I'll we'll probably have to review those for our site. I love it. Well, that's awesome. And they can get these at. Oh, where can we buy your books? If we had to go to one location, because I'm on your website. Well, right it's now. available Amazon, 
They're available nice. with Apple Books, Barnes and Noble, all sorts of different distributions. And then there's a books to read link that I can provide for you where yep. all my work is on there. You can find all of it. And then I'll also be putting up link towards my DeviantArt account. We'll have special wow. previews for all of my work. That is absolutely cool. And if you're listening to the podcast, check out the description page and all these links are going to be in the description page. So that, that is uh, just amazing. And, and you're right. It, by the way, if it's on Amazon, it's basically everywhere. I learned that in a, uh, in a heartbeat. And because we do support artists, if you're listening to this, give me the first person, the first person, one first, first person, and you have to trust me, you're the first person, not the second person. We will give you the Kindle edition of Capsule X. I'll buy it. Send it out to you. You just give me your email address and it's kind of like a Kindle gift. Okay. So capsule X, which is William Shumpers. That's your first mango, right? Yes. Yep. We'll give you very first the, one. the Kindle edition to the very first manga capsule X. Very first person to DM haunted MTL on Twitter. Ask me for it. Gets it. No questions asked. The ends. That's awesome. So what Priestess, what's your plug? Oh, um, cause I am a very prepared person. I have, everyone should own a dog or a oh, cat. Well, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. One that's, too. yeah. yeah that's and she owns me. That's how much I can do about it. That's usually how it goes. Very, very cute. And remember being a guardian is his responsibility. I always love to adopt. I have a rescue cat who's laying on the bed snoring, my cat snores. And um, yeah, I, I love it. Responsibles, not to sound like Bob Barker, but spade and neuter your animals. And with that being said, it's up to me, he said, up to me for the last sponsor. Ooh, or for the last, uh, I'm gonna pick up something. I am going to absolutely push a book that's not horror, but is horrific. It's going to be Run, book one from the John Lewis story. It is a graphic novel. I'm a big fan of graphic text, graphic novels. They're called comic books while I was growing up and looked down upon. Not no more. Go get Run. If you are in the United States or not in the United States, doesn't matter to me. If you want to see what the civil rights movement started out with, in graphic terms, check it out, you know. Get one up on your teachers. And with that being said, remember kids, if you've seen a movie that we haven't, well, honestly, there's like a couple billion people on the planet. I don't know, there's, India's got his whole movie franchise. Who knows, maybe I'll call us or something. Good for you, good for you. Without any further ado, on behalf of myself, Jim Phoenix, my forever co-host, Voodoo Priestess, a.k.a. Jeff, and our very special guest, William Shumpert, we bid you a good day. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.
I hear a cat. 